Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today is April 12, 2022. This is a daily lesson. <clears throat> I'm going to do my announcements before I give the lesson title. Um, this is just like a regular announcement. Um, I am listed on three platforms. I am on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts under the scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Um, hit the follow button and um, the bell to be notified for uh, future lessons or uh, as the lessons come fresh so you can be notified. I also have an email address, cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. That's C-L-I-F-F-N-O-T-E-Q-N, the uh, letter N, A as an apple, at yahoo.com. Drop me a line, questions comments, concerns, let me know how I'm doing. Okay, that's that. And now I'm going to give you this lesson. Now I'm hoping that this lesson is not going to take a while because I have a whole bunch of papers here. And it is an important lesson. But I have to be selective to what I'm going to give you because I'm hoping that this les lesson is um, less than an hour, but it might be more depending, hopefully not. But if not, please bear with me. Um, the name of the lesson is who has the power and what is the difference between earthly power and spiritual power? I'm gonna say it again, who has the power and what is the difference between earthly power and spiritual power? Power. Now, usually, because we already know that there's a lot of um, ways that people wield power. Um, you know, um, individuals, governments, world powers. Um, so. Earthly power is more prestige and dominion. And spiritual power is the ultimate power and authority. So I'm going to be defining those things. And I'm also going to read you some scriptures. Um, one of those scriptures is going to be, um, well, a lot of it is going to be in Daniel because I'm going to read a prophecy. And it's going to show you um, or explain to you the prestige and dominion of earthly powers and how the most high is going to crush it with his ultimate power and authority. So we're going to get into it because the most high gives his saints, all of them, his set apart people and the second flock power. I mean, all the lessons that I've been giving you thus far gives you information about how much power you have and how it does not, um, it cannot be um, wielded 
until you start walking in the most high's uh, word and um, using your faith. Now, um, we see that America, I'm going to be talking about uh, before I before I read this thing that I wrote out, I'm going to be talking about the powers that be, because right now we are all living through a war. And the funny thing is, this is not um, something that we have never experienced in our lives. I mean, people who are, everybody, everybody, everybody has been living through a war over there. And I say over there, because a lot of people in the United States, I mean, unfortunately in the United States, we don't pay attention to nobody else but ourselves. And that's the truth. And I'm not talking about us individually. I'm talking about collectively as a nation. We're pretty narcissistic. Everything is about the United States. Oh, it's about me. It's about Kim Kardashian's butt and who she's messing with and who's whatever is bigger and whatever else. All these things that are distractions. We do not think about the rest of the world and what happens to them. We always think, and I'm saying collectively, I'm not talking about each individual because you already know every individual doesn't think that way. But I'm saying collectively as a nation in regards to the powers that be, you only think about yourself. And that's how it is in the United States. The government, the people who are over the 1% over the 99%, I will say always think about themselves. They never think about other people. There has always been wars since you was young on up to now. And I don't know who's listening to me, but in every age bracket, if you old enough to listen to me, there has been a war or some type of war action that has been raging since before you was born and now, and it's gonna continue until Yahusha comes down here the thing is, now it just, it depends on who is fighting. And that's when the United States pays attention. Unfortunately, if it doesn't, for the most part, if it doesn't financially, if it's not a financial um, interest to the United States, they don't get in it, they don't care. That's just how it is. If there's no financial interest or no interest to the United States, then they just let it go. You have to understand the majority of the United States, the majority of the United States come from different parts of Europe. So if different parts of Europe, various parts of Europe is having a war, naturally they're gonna be concerned. Not only that, what do, what do they have that the United States wants? I mean, I don't have to explain to you. You can turn on the TV and you, you'll see on your own what's happening, what they've been saying. Oh, these people are suffering. They this, they that. They look like me and you, blonde hair, blue eyes, blah, blah, blah. I say that to say, I never, and I'm a woman of a certain age, I never had so much concentration on a particular war. Oh, you got to save the people. You got to save the people than now. I mean, there's been wars since I've been alive, back and forth. And you see it and it's over there. And I keep saying over there because the average person in the United States 
thinks that it doesn't affect you when everything affects everything else. Now, the thing about that is this war is affecting us. But not only is this war affecting us, because every war affects us, simply because the United States always getting in somebody's business, period. Again, I am somebody who lives in the United States. I like where I live. But right is right and wrong is wrong. So my critique is not to put fingers on a particular person, but I'm pointing out the truth. And a lot of times you already understand the, the truth pricks people's hearts. People don't like you saying the truth. The devil don't even like you saying the truth and neither do the devils, AKA the demons for the people in the back. They don't like you saying the truth. This is scriptural. The minute you start saying what's gonna happen to the, and I'm talking about spirits now, you say what's going to happen to spirits and this and that, they start getting crazy. And now I'm talking about physical beings. A lot of people, we living in the culture, we can really shut you down if we don't like what you're saying. But the truth is, there's a particular people that's fighting. And the majority of the people are just like the people that's fighting. Not only are they like them, and I mean, look like them. Um, they have something that United States wants. Mm -hmm. And it's in the United States financial interests to preserve it. And this is why you keep hearing about it. Because if, if it wasn't in financial, I mean, if United States financial best interest, then you wouldn't hear nothing about it. Exactly what I mean about there's always a war going on. Because in the Middle East, there's war between um, Israel and, and uh, Palestinians, they've been war. Do you keep hearing about that? No. Okay. I, again, I say that to say about the war because people want power. People want power. That's what they want. They want to be over somebody. They want to control something. They want to bully something. Yeah, they want to tell people what to do. That's just how it's been forever <laughs> and this is what this lesson is about the powers that be whether it be on any level a community a country a continent it's always been that way and so uh, within the scriptures the most high as you know, we're going through this, um, we are currently in Deuteronomy, but from um, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers, you will see that people want power. People want control. Don't come in my land. Don't try to control my land. And then somebody else from a bigger nation or a um, hardier nation, more powerful nation comes and takes the other nation's stuff, destroys the people, eradicates them, or keeps their women and, and whites them out, because that's what usually happens. They don't black them out. They white them out. Um, and that former nation is no longer a nation. Or it's a, um, it's a shell of its former selves. I'm trying to explain to you how the power shifts work. 
and I'm trying to set the stage of this lesson because the people in this world, on this earth, always are trying to vie for power in any and all ways. So that's my spiel before I go into the lesson. Just understand people are always vying for power. And the Most High says there's going to be a time when this is not going to happen anymore. Because there is, I already told you, the Most High set the clock when Adam sinned. When he sinned, the Most High set the clock and everything sets off everything else. So has there been wars throughout history of man? Yes. Has it always been for their own interests and their selfish reasons? Yes. Has it always been for power and control? Yes. But spiritual power trumps earthly carnal power. And I'm going to read to you how that's going to happen. And I'm going to prove to you power. I already told you that the children have power, but you got to learn how to use it. I said that last week. I did a few lessons. So go back and listen to that on the platform library. But there are heathen nations that will have power for a certain amount of time. And the most high is going to change that after that certain time is up. Now, how do we know that? We know that because there are so many prophecies. Oh, I could sit here and continue to tell you how many prophecies there are in regards to it. In and out of that Bible. But the prophecies we're going to um, discuss is not going to be in depth, but it's going to be Daniel, the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel connects with the book of Barak, the book of Ezra, Revelation. It connects with a lot of, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Um, the book of Enoch in regards to the 12 weeks, the shepherd of Hermas. The book of Daniel is a very important book. And we're going we to touch on it for a little bit. I'm not going to decipher it, but we're going to touch on it because we're going to talk about power. So let me just start with this because I don't want this lesson to be too long, but we're going to get into it. Okay. So like I said, who has the power? And what's the difference between earthly power and spiritual power? Now, I would say earthly power is more prestige and dominion. And like I said, I'm going to decipher both of those words. I am going to um, tell you what they mean so that you understand what I'm talking about. And the most high spiritual power is ultimate power and authority. That's what it is. And his power trumps everybody's power because guess what? He gives you the power or takes it away. That's what he does. Okay. Does he say I give you the power and I take it away? No. He says I'll give anybody I want anything I want. That's pretty much what he says. And that's a real loose translation because he has told Job, I'm a, was you here when I planted the worlds? Were you here? Were you next to me when I planted the worlds? So how are you telling me how I should be treating you? Oh, the most high. So understand that the most high will give what he wants to give to whoever he wants to. And who's going to check the most high, boo? Nobody. So let's just get into it. Okay, so we see that America is supposed to be the leader of the quote unquote free world. And all of the other nations um, called the elite or the, um, or um, 
what are they, primary nations? Because they call other nations um, third world countries, which is very disrespectful. And then they call them developing nations too. But what makes a developing nation? I mean, these nations was here since before United States and all the rest of the nations. What makes them developing countries exactly? Who are you to put that title on somebody else? Just because they don't do stuff like you do. It doesn't mean they don't get the jobs done. Now, I'm not saying there are nations that are not in the developing stages of technology and whatever else, the leading things that make a nation, quote unquote, elite or uh, leaders in the continents. There are um, some nations that need, um, they're more, um, they're less technological savvy and such. Okay, because I don't like calling anybody third world. I don't even understand what that means. That is a um, social construct that is very disgusting that people say. Okay. Um, but I tell you what, the elite and leaders of the free world, that's also a social construct. So, hey, take it as you want. Anyway, okay, these are the leaders, quote unquote, who make the world's rules and determine who gets what. Mm -hmm. Hold on. However, as you can see, things are changing slowly because people are tired of being bossed around, okay? The power shifts because of certain times. Y'all give certain nations and groups of power, I mean, excuse me, of groups of people power and he changes and shifts the power when he wants to, okay? Um, he told Job that, I already told you, and Ezra, and he showed Daniel in his dream that I'm gonna read, Barak, Enoch, Abraham, the apostles, and the rest of the other prophets. He tells them exactly what he's gonna do and how he shifts the power. He does by all of these prophecies. Um, so we will witness the shifts of power as we live in, you know, we don't pay attention to them. I already told you, the United States don't pay attention to half the stuff that goes on into the world because we too distracted. <laughs> the United States itself is too distracted. We too uh, bent set on looking at other people's business. We don't look into how the other world is suffering or um, living or whatever else. The average person just doesn't know what's going out outside of the United States. And what we need to understand as the saints is that this power is a spirit. Now, power is a spirit. I already said this last week. You know, uh, the fruit of the spirit um, is a power. And we also understand that when we were discussing um, in the book of Numbers that the Most High put the spirit of power on the children of Israel so that they could eradicate all of the, um, the nations that was around the land that the Most High gave them. So it was a spirit of power and the Most High said it. And let me quote it. I'm not gonna quote it you know, directly, but it's you know, my little quote. He said, I'm going to make people dread you because I'm gonna put that spirit on you. And whoever comes across you is gonna be afraid of you because that spirit of power is gonna be on you. So. Um, just as we were learning in Leviticus and Numbers, like I said, and now Deuteronomy, that the Most High gives his children, and he says 
this and has proven it within various scriptures. He also says this throughout the scriptures um, in his Psalms 46 and 10. Be still and know that I am the most high. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. So what does that mean? It means people going to bow down. If he says, I'm going to give these certain people the power to do X, Y, and Z. It could be anybody because he has given even heathen kings and nations power for a certain time. Why? Because he wants to show you his power and he could take it away anytime he wants, like he did in Egypt. He told Moses, I'm going to give this Pharaoh the power to do X, Y, and Z to y'all. And you're going to see the power I have to get you away from this person. That's how the Mosiah is. Can we question it? No, we don't have the power to do that. <laughs> we don't. We got to go along with it. So whether you think it's uh, fair, unfair, whatever it is, it really doesn't matter. The Most High is who he is. So the Most High can give power and let it last for a certain amount of time. And no one could take it away until Yah tells the spirit of power to leave. And he goes, excuse me, and he does this for his own purpose. Now I have some scriptures that I want you um, that I want to read, and it's a few, so just bear with me. So um, Ecclesiastes 12, 13, and 14 says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear the most high and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of men. For the Most High shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. So the Most High is giving you the power of free will. Okay. I already told you we have power as his children. The Most High said he gives all his gifts freely, he doesn't have any favorites. However, depending on what you're going to do with this. These gifts, which power is one, it will be held against you. I already said it. Heaven and earth is going to be um, uh, testifying against you. The power that you wield is going to be against you. All these things are going to be against you. And the angels walk with you. So they see this firsthand. I already said all of this. At night, they go. When the 12 hours at night, they go up and report everything. I already said all of this. And if you did not get this, go to the platform library and listen to it. Proverbs 16 and 4. The Most High has made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. What did he say? He said he made everything. Okay. First of all, in John, the Most High said, in the beginning was the word and the word was with the most high and the word was the most high and the most high made everything that was made. That's a loose translation, but that's in first John. And now he's saying in Proverbs, and we already know that Solomon wrote Proverbs and he wrote Ecclesiastes. And the most high said that he made wicked, wickedness for the day of evil. He might as well put days of evil because <laughs> the late times, the later times is evil and we in the last of the book. We in the later times. So what do I always say? Well, I don't always say, but these last lessons I said, the Most High said people are going to mistake good for evil and evil for good. So Most High said that he made wicked for the day of evil. So these are the days of evil. 
These are the days of evil. Proverbs 19 and 21 says, there are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the most high shall stand. What does that mean? It means there's a whole bunch of stuff that's in your heart. Bullying, doing all of this stuff. <laughs> Nevertheless, the most high's counsel is going to stand. The most high has, what's the feel? The most high has a message for the whole world. And he's given it to the prophets to tell the world. Whether you heard it before, whether you haven't heard it, whether um, you heard the whole thing, whether you, whatever the case is. <laughs> The Most High is going to have his way. That's what he's saying. He's going to have his way no matter what. His word is going to stand. Heaven and earth is going to pass away, but not his word is not going anywhere, nowhere. So the Most High in his prophecy is saying evil is going to come and he's going to do away with it. Is that not power? Because the powers that be is doing all kinds of stuff. Now you see a little bit now, but as the days continue to move forward, it's going to get worse and worse. Okay, you think people are complaining now? Oh no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> they haven't seen nothing yet. Colossians one and sixteen. For by him were all things created, that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. What did it say? Now, in that uh, verse, there's heavenly things and there's carnal things that he said he made. So is that not power? Is that not power? And not for his purpose? I mean, he made all this for his purpose. There is a reason for everything, everything. And he made this stuff before the, excuse me, before the foundation of the world. So there's nothing nobody could do about it nothing and i'm gonna prove it to you ecclesiastes excuse me ecclesiastes because there's two books ecclesiasticus and ecclesiastes we talk about ecclesiastes three and one to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven yes that's the truth there will be a certain time that certain things happen and we can't do nothing about it but allow them to happen and let them go forward this is why the most high gives you the fruit of the spirit because there's going to be a time you're going to be able to control anything and some of the fruit of the spirit is long suffering what is long suffering patience you got to wait out the storm the storm of the bull crap that comes you must wait out the storm and this is how the most high gets you sparring like an athlete i already told you there's heathens even when we were um on shutdown from 2019 to pretty much now off and on there were some people that was going ham because they had to wear a mask over their face. You would think they was in slavery bondage just because they had to wear a mask. Now tell me that's not, I mean, is that patience? Is that heavenly patience? Is that moving forward and just allowing things to happen so you can move um, forward and get your spirit into a strength-based um way so that when something worse happens you'll be um in the spirit of peace no these people was going ham they don't have peace 
They never heard of it. They want it now, 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 now. And it's going to be bad for them simply because things are going to get worse. So when things start getting worse, then what you going to do? What you going to do? If you couldn't be patient during this time, when you had to walk around with masks, what you going to do when it really is bad? Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Most High, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. You already know the Most High loves his children. He, do not, he does not want them to suffer. He wants them to have that spirit of peace and not of evil. But people are going to do what they want to do. And it's going to be, hello, it's going to be um, bad for them. Ephesians 2 and 10. <laughs> for we are his workmanship created in Yahusha HaMashiach unto good works, which the Most High hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So we need to be walking in the Most High's power. Okay. Now, the Most High gave the disciples in Matthew, Mark, and Luke power and authority over the devils in healing. Now, I'm going to read that. I'm going to read that and let you see the power. Okay. So, Mark 6, 5 to 11. <laughs> this is power. And he could there do no mighty work. This is from the King James Version. Sorry, it just sounds off. Save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. This is Yeshua. And he went around about the villages teaching and he called up unto him the 12 and began to send them forth two by two and gave them the power over unclean spirits. What did he do? What did he do? What did he do? He gave them power over the devils mm -hmm. and command them that they should take nothing for their journey, save a staff only, no script, no bread, no money in their purse, but be shod with sandals and not put on two coats. And he said unto them, in what place soever ye enter into an house, there abide till ye depart from the place. And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear you when ye depart hence, shake off the dust under your feet for a testimony against them. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Now, what does that mean in the King James confusion version? <laughs> I'm just saying that because it's old English that just sounds crazy. He sent the 12 out and he basically told them, Yeshua, basically told them, I'm sending you as sheep among the wolves. And there was wolves, honey, because people didn't believe at that time. Remember, the children of Israel had gotten scattered at that time. So they had to go into certain places among a whole bunch of pagan ritual, people who pagan, you know, they practice paganism. 
So it was sprinkled of Yasharel, but pretty much in pagan lands. So they had to go in and just spread the Sifa. Well, the uh, the good news they had to spread, not the Sifa. They had to spread the good news. And like I said, some devils don't want to hear the truth. Now, what is the good news? The gospel is the good news, but it's truth. It's the truth. And a lot of people don't want to hear it. So that's what he did. So let me read more about power. The power is in you. This is what Yeshua says. Wait, first, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question first. The question is, if Yahusha slash Yah gave the disciples power to cast out devils, which you heard, and John, Yachanan, Yeshua's brother, was the most powerful from among them. First it was Yeshua, then it was John, then it was the disciples. If he was the most powerful over the disciples under Yeshua, then why did John die when Yeshua walked the earth? Why did John die? Why did he get his head cut off? While the disciples continued to live and be powerful at that time. Well, they all died, but at that time, why did John die? And everybody else was still alive, giving their testimony. And they wasn't um, ministering, excuse me. They wasn't even um, really, John wasn't really saying anything. I mean, he had um, people following him like Yeshua did, but they, there was people following the 12 also. So why did John die? Now there was, there was a reason why John died. And there's discussion in the scriptures. But I'm going to tell you, the answer is because there's a time and a place for everything. Now, Yachanah was powerful as Yeshua. He was as powerful as Yeshua. Yes, he was. Um, um, and Yeshua even said it. John, um, the head of the prophecy, was cut off. Anyway, I don't want to go into the mysteries, but um, he was powerful. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Yeshua said that prophecy must be fulfilled. So the prophecy said that John was going to be killed. He was going to come and proclaim Yeshua, but then he was going to be killed. So that's, this is why um, the prophecy must be fulfilled. And this goes for everything and everyone, the devil, the world, the children. So Yah's plan um, will move forward and nobody can stop it. Okay, so even though the, wor um, the world has power, the most high say, if you're a friend of the world, you're not a friend of mine. Even though um, you ain't supposed to be in the world, the world does have power. The people in the world, the powers that be do have power for a certain amount of time. And then that's going to be it because things are going to change because prophecy will move forward and nobody can stop it. So um some examples were feeding the multitudes. Some of the power that the um, that the apostles had was feeding the multitudes. Okay, with only a few pieces of fish and bread. There was five thousand people, and that was just the men. They didn't even count the women and the children that was sitting there following them, Yeshua and the disciples, and they didn't have no food to feed them. And the Most High, um, well, Yahusha is the Most High, but Yahusha was saying to the disciple, testing them. Well, these people are sitting around. What you going to do? They've been sitting here all day. What you going to do? Are you going to feed them? And here go the disciples. Oh, we don't know what to do. We don't have no money. We don't have this. We don't have that. They was always worried about what they didn't have when they had the savior of the world, 
the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world, the most high in the flesh. They had him right there <laughs> and they did not utilize him. And every test that Yeshua gave them, they failed it. They failed it until Yeshua, um, after his resurrection, he walked up here about 52 days uh, with them and then he ascended. So he gave them all this um, spiritual mysteries that was the knowledge after he was um, resurrected and he walked um, on earth for a little while. He gave him a lot of knowledge and then he left. He said, I'm coming back. And that's how they was able to cast out devils and do all this other stuff. But they was doing it while he was still uh, alive, but they wasn't believing it. So I already told you about belief and faith. <sighs> Even the heathens, the heathens and the devils. Now, the devils don't have faith. The faith is belief in some. So the devils don't have faith, but they came from the most high. So they understand that the most high is who he is. They just don't have faith in man and they um, upset at the most high for making man. That's why they're doing the things that they're doing. Nevertheless, the most high does use them for his purposes because he is the ultimate power. I already explained that to you. So, um, I'm going to read what um, the Most High says to Mark while it was all in the wilderness. Mark 9 and 1. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that there will be some of them that stand here, which shall not taste death till they have seen the kingdom of the Most High come with power. Now, the disciples... Like I said, they had power. They didn't know how to utilize it. They didn't. They was complacent. They was lazy. They didn't want to ask no questions. They didn't want to do nothing. Nothing. Now, Most High was poking them. Um, Yeshua, who was the Most High in the flesh, was poking them, prodding them, testing them. They wasn't doing it. They wasn't doing it. So after, like I said, um, after the Most High was sacrificed, And he came back, he started showing them real power and they was blown away. They were blown away. So like I said, Yeshua said that um, most of you are going to see the kingdom of Yah with his power before you die. And they didn't know what that meant. They didn't know what that meant. So I'm going to tell you what it means. I'm going to tell you exactly what it means because it's a mystery. Now I'm going to read it again and then I'm going to tell you what it means. Mark 9 and 1, and he, Yeshua, said unto them, verily I say unto you, that there be some of them that, this is what it says, stand here which shall not taste of death till they have seen the kingdom of the Most High come with power. Now, what does that mean? The apostles were very literal. And like I said back then, they didn't really have no sense until the Ruach came. It means that Yeshua is righteousness. Yeshua is the resurrection. He kept saying this and they didn't get it. Now, the most high, um, Yeshua, who is the most high in the flesh, said that um, most of you standing here is not going to taste death until you see the kingdom of the most high. Did they see the kingdom of the most high? Did they walk with the kingdom of the most high? Did, was they talking with the kingdom of the most high? Yes, they was, because that's who Yahshua is. 
he was telling them it's me. He didn't come out and say it's me, but he's saying before you die, you're going to see the kingdom um, of the most high coming with power. And that's exactly what they saw when the um, when Yeshua was resurrected. It was him. And they didn't know. They didn't get it. He, it was him. He's the most high. He's the resurrection. I mean, he just kept saying it. So what I'm basically saying is the most high gives the power to whoever he wants to have that power for his purposes. He gave it to his saints. He gave it to his apostles. He's given it to heathens for certain things to get the ball rolling so that the prophecy could come true. That's exactly what happened when Yahshua came on um, the earth. He fulfilled the prophecy to the word, to the letter, to the period, point blank. That's what he did. Everything he needed to do. Remember, he did this before the foundation of the world. Everything he needed to do, he did it while he was down here. And that's why nobody couldn't move nowhere. Nobody couldn't take him. It was so many people that wanted to kill him, but they couldn't kill him until a certain time because that was foreordained. That's why. And this stuff that's happening right now is for Odain. This stuff needs to happen for other, um, other things to happen. I already told you everything works in a circle. So when the clock hits on one, before it gets to the next notch, something happens. Then it'll get to the next notch and something else happens. But it can't happen until that first domino gets toppled over. And um, that metaphor is anybody who plays with dom dominoes or has ever seen anybody line up dominoes in different shapes and all that all over the room and they hit one domino and then it might get to a certain point and something else happens. That's exactly what the most highs um, um, will is for this earth. Now, um, the Most High says that the power is in us, okay? Um, that we're the tabernacle, meaning we're, we're the place that the Most High goes, okay? Just like in the Old Testament, there was a tabernacle that the Most High uh, resided in from time to time. Well, we're supposed to be that. This is why we're supposed to have our bodies um, prepared for him. And he talks about it a lot in the Old Testament and New. Okay, we're supposed to seek it. We're supposed to know it. The Most High says, knock, and this is how you get the power. Seek, search, ask, and you will understand. Ask for Yah, seek his word. Let the word feed you. Let it nourish you. Allow the word and his power to be inside you. I already told you, you have to seek him. He said he gives you living water. He's the living water. He is life in two ways. One, the water and the blood. Seek your place. Know your place. Repent and allow the most high to lead you. The most powerful force in the universe is love and life. And they both the most high. Who can move it? Everyone wants it. Okay. They want to have it. They want to possess it. And they can't. Who can control it? Everyone has their little time on earth, but only the most high can reveal life and love, all right? Because that's who he is. Water break. Now, <clears throat> humans are capable of the power 
of love and having a better spiritual life. And anything less than that is seriously evil and wicked. And we already know that. Bullying others and being overbearing or even being barbaric against others will only result in people doing it right back to you or rebelling against you. And that is not the most high's way. You see this in the Old Testament. When people get power, they abuse it. They don't know how to act and they become brutish and bullying. Why do people like to keep power? To be able to tell people what to do and what not to do. And sometimes it just is a pain in the behind because uh, people are not happy. Okay, these people who are bullying people, they're not happy with themselves. They don't have enough of nothing. I don't have enough oil. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough power. I'm not satisfied with none of that. So I'm going to go and I'm going to bulldoze these other nations so I can have more land, more power, more money, more oil, more food, more whatever. Yeah, that's what they do. Um, Yeshua says those with power must be humble and be a servant. Do you see anybody doing that? Do you see any of these heathens being humble because they have a power? Think of anybody. The most powerful people, the most rich people. Do you see them being humble in any way? And a lot of times, the only reason why they donate money is so their taxes could be low. So they don't get hit with taxes, honestly. Do you really believe that people's really just giving humbly out of their heart? It always has to be something for them. Something is in it for them. Uh-huh. And this is how wicked power is. Okay. So um, the most high is going to allow them to do that for certain for a certain period of time. But this is just leading up to damnation to them. Okay. And for many, um, Many people are called, but chosen a few. Many people are rich. Many people are powerful. Many people are um, influential as far as people watching them and mimicking what they're doing. But they don't have the love for other people. They don't have the respect for other people. They don't have the humility for other people. They don't have nothing. Because if they did, the world wouldn't be the way it is. Warmer right now for a piece of land. When one, uh, um, one, group of people had the land, the other group of people want the land. And then these other people, it's happening all over. And both of the places where the war is, there's two wars going on. Nobody's not even thinking about the other ones. <laughs> Nobody's thinking about the other war. They just talk about this main one. And I say main one is because this is the war du jour, the war of the day. <laughs> and everybody's talking about it because the United States has a financial interest in it. That's why. So now I'm going to define um, prestige and power. Um, earthly power is called prestige. Um, it's an illusion, okay? Um, it fools you like magic. Yah's power manifests itself. He's life being developed like a fetus giving the children power, making your dreams come true, the Ruach, that's power, that's real power. Being able to have a child from nothing, two people making a child, that's power, that's real power. It's science, it's manifestation, that's power. 
real power that the most high gives us. Okay, making your dreams come true, that's power. Because how does it happen? It happens as a thought. Then it becomes a goal. Then it drives you. And then how, how much you want it, the, the more you want it and the more you're driven to get it, it becomes manifested. So that's power. That's something that the Most High gives us. He gives us individual power. So I want to um, define these words. First, I'm going to define prestige. And this is all coming from the Oxford. I'm going to define prestige. And this is what humans use, the prestige, OK? And it's a noun and prestige is widespread respect and admiration felt for someone or something on the basis of a perception of their achievements or qualities. This is what the United States uses and all those people um, that are up the upper echelon or the um, upper crust or uh, different nations that's supposed to be better than everybody else's. This is what they use. They use this prestige, which is an illusion. So the synonyms of prestige is stature, reputation, regard, fame, renown, honor, esteem, account, rank, celebrity, importance. This is what they do. Influence, authority, supremacy eminence, superiority. So this is what these um, nations that's supposed to be so much better than everybody else, this is what they use, prestige, okay? The illusion of prestige. So I'm gonna read um, the origin of prestige. And it comes from the mid 17th century. In a sense, illusion conjuring a trick from French, literally, illusion, from the late Latin, oh, I can't even pronounce this, preistigam, which is illusion, from Latin, prestigia. So it's basically a conjuring trick. So the illusion of the, these power um, nations, these powerful nations, yeah, they, they got a lot of war machines and all that stuff, but what makes them so much better than everybody else? The fact that they have more war machines, the fact that they have more stuff to kill one another, that's just barbaric. That doesn't make you better than anybody else. It just makes you more of a warmonger. It makes you more of a heathen, okay? Because a real powerful person is humble. That's what the most I say. You got real power, then you be humble. If you know you could bully somebody, if you know you could be somebody, why would they even be the target? Why would they be the target? That's what I don't understand. So that's what we have to understand. That's how earthly power is. Um, it's an illusion how um, the devil, and I already told you the devil fools the whole world. He uses these people of influence to beguile everyone else. Okay, so um, who has the power? The heathens and the devil have the power because they're going around bullying everybody else. And how do they get the power? By tricking you. It's an illusion, okay? So their prestige 
and their dominion for a time, because the most High said they're going to have dominion for a time, is what's tricking you. And everybody follows behind them. Everybody follows behind them. So I want to, I want to define dominion. And that's also from the Oxford. And dominion means sovereignty or control. And the synonyms of it is, again, supremacy, dominance, domination, uh-huh, primacy, authority, mastery, control, command, power, rule, government. So the Most High says that the devil's going to have dominion over this earth. He already said, so don't be uh, a friend of the world because the devil rules this here. So he has... Um, he has power and dominion over this earth. And how does he use it? With prestige. Because everybody wants uh, what the prestigious people have. Everybody wants what the people in Hollywood um, have. Everybody wants what the music industry big giants have. Everybody wants what the uh, premier people of the world, like um, United States, um, Europe, and those other countries that's supposed to be the world leaders. Everybody wants that, the prestige, prestige. Every country wants the prestige that those countries have, but, but it's an illusion. Honestly, it is. So um, on all levels, the devil is fooling people on an individual level, um, through governments in their own country and throughout the world. So um, I want to now um, give you the definition of power. Again, all of the definitions is from the Oxford Dictionary. So power is a noun and it says the ability to do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or quality. And um, the synonyms are capacity, hold on, competency, competence, property, excuse me. Okay. And um, that's the first definition. Then the second definition is the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. An example is that of that is she had me under her power. And the synonyms for that is influence, authority, weight, sway, control, say, um, dominance, advantage, pressure, edge, standing, rank, now, the third uh, definition is physical strength and force exerted by something or someone. And um, the example of that is the power of the storm. And then synonyms are strength, powerfulness, might, force, forcefulness, etc. And the verb of it is supply a device with mechanical or electrical energy. Um, and the synonyms of that is charged, powered, connected. Do you hear those words? It's always, um, it's always authority over somebody. And, you know, when it's the most highest authority, that's the ultimate authority. But other people trying to wield their little earthly authority, it doesn't last. The most highest authority and power is going to last and he's going to get the last set. So um, 
Now I'm going to define authority. Authority is a noun and it, the power or right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. Okay? Is that not what the United States have done in their history? Europe done in their history? Of course. And right now through the world, the war um, over in um, other countries, the dominant country is um, asserting their authority over the other um, countries, which has been going on for many years. And um, that's what they're doing over them, trying to crush them or make them bow down to their will. Now, I'm going to read something to you, and it's from um, Daniel. And this is um, in regards to a prophecy that has yet to come true. Now, be patient with me because I'm reading from the King James Version. And this is what it says. Now, it's going to sound kind of confusing to you, and I'm not going to decipher the whole um prophecy, but I want you to understand what's happening, and I'm going to explain it to you. I want you to understand what's happening in this, um, in this chapter of Daniel, and I will, um, I will break it down if I read it. Now, it's coming from the King James, so just give me a minute. <laughs> okay, now this is Daniel 7, and this is in regards, I'm just going to set the stage for you. This is in regards to um, Daniel's a major prophet, and this was the time that um, the children of Israel was raided and they went into bondage. I already told you the children of Israel went into bondage, bondage several times. But the Most High comes to Daniel and gives Daniel power over dreams. Not only does he give him power, he gives him favor. What do I mean by favor? Favor is that, I already told you, when one nation um, conquers another, usually they kill everybody or they'll kill the people they don't need, like the women, I mean, excuse me, like the men, and the women they'll keep, and then they'll have children by them. But at this time, there were certain children that were um, in Judah, the tribe of Judah, that were prestigious. And um, at this time, this nation came and conquered uh, the children of Israel and took most of those young men and um, acclimated them into their um, nation with their doctrines. I already told you that this would happen. And uh, the Most High said this too. Um, we're in Deuteronomy, but in Numbers, that's what the Most High said. If you don't listen to me, I'm gonna let some heathen nation come and conquer you. They're gonna be making you do all this stuff. So this is what's happening because the children of Israel did not listen. I already told you that. So um, Daniel is blessed by the Most High. So he has favor by the Most High. So the Most High gave him the blessing of interpreting dreams. Now, I already told you that the Most High said, he said this three times, three different times throughout the scriptures that I'm going to pour out my spirit and I'm going to give um, all flesh um, interpretation of dreams and all these blessings and prophecy. He's going to give everybody everything. So he gave Daniel the um the ability to interpret dreams, which is, and prophecy. That's what he did. So um, he had so much favor that the king had to keep consulting with him. It's the same thing that happened to Joseph, but a little bit different than Daniel. So I'm going to read it and then I'll explain it to you. I'm going to start at um, 
as Daniel 7. And I'm going to read up to 14. And it says, in the first year of Belteshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head, that's what it says, upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night and behold, the four winds of the heaven strove upon the great sea and four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse from one another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked off. And it was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon the feet as a man and a man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second, like to a bear. And it raised up itself on one side and it had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. And they said thus unto it, rise, devour, much flesh. After this, I beheld and lo, another like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast had also four heads and dominion, dominion, power, supremacy, was given to it. After this, I saw it in the night visions and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth. It devoured and brake in pieces, and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. I considered the horns. And behold, there came up among them another little horn before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of man and a mouth speaking great things. I beheld it till the thorn, excuse me, I beheld till the thrones were cast down and the ancient of days did sit whose garment was white as snow and his hair of his head like pure wool. He's talking about the most high. His throne was like a fiery flame and his wheels as burning fire. Now I'm gonna put a pen in there for one second. What did he say the most high looked like? He said the ancient of days, which is the most high, whose garment was white as snow and his hair on his head was pure like wool. Who got wool hair? Who got woolly hair? Who has woolly hair? Now nah, we'll keep going. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him Thousand thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. I beheld then, because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake, 
I beheld even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. As concerning the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season of time. I saw in the night visions and behold, one like the son of man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the ancient of days and they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Now, what the heck did I read? You're probably wondering. Like I said, this is a vision of Daniel, but it's also a prophecy. What Daniel was being shown by the Most High is what's gonna happen in the later days. Now, the Most High was talking to Daniel for a long time, but I only picked this out. But what, he's, what he was showing Daniel is, there's going to be nations that's going to come and conquer y'all. Then it's going to be a whole bunch of nations that's going to come and conquer the whole world. Mm -hmm. And when I said, uh, when I was reading the beast, what did I tell you about uh, what the Most High said? The Most High said that we are made in his image. That means we have the fruit of the spirit. We have control, self-control. We have um, love for other people. We have respect. When we don't have those things, then we're beasts. So what was the most high showing Daniel? There's going to be a whole bunch of quote unquote beasts that's going to control the world. What's happening now? We got people that don't have no self-control. They don't have no love for nobody else. They don't have no respect for nobody else. They're not humble. None of that. They're beasts. They're going to have control over the world for a certain time. The most high said they're going to have dominion for a certain time. And who's doing all this puppeteering? The devil. What did um, Daniel said that the, uh, the devil's going to be thrown into the fire, but the, uh, the rest of the beasts that came up, because he, he described four beasts, the rest of the beasts is going to have a certain amount of time. They're going to have a season, a prolonged season and a time. What's happening now? They're gearing up for just what Daniel just um, in Daniel 7. Everything I just read to you in Daniel 7, that's what they're gearing up to do. So these wars have to happen because everything has to set off everything else. So who has the real power? The most high has the power and he's allowing certain things to happen for a certain amount of time until he gets rid of all of them. I just uh, read to you how it's going to go down. And I know a lot of people will be like, well, I didn't understand nothing that says um, the description of what's going to happen in regular language is also in the book of Daniel. And there's other books that connect with it. But I'm saying this to say that there are um, devils behind all of this because they want certain things, because they want power, because they want that prestige and um, they're letting everybody believe that they have all this prestige so that people could follow them. That's how it goes, okay? The devil's the one who's ruling this world. Okay, the rulers of the world and the countries of the world and the governments of the world, that is what's happening. They are using all this, um, everything that they can use to 
uh, show people that they have the power and the prestige, and they really don't. The Most High has the first say, the last say, the middle say, the roundabout say. He, he says everything, and he already did all this stuff before the foundation of the world. So they don't have that the power they believe they self to be. And we, we know this because of what uh, the Most High told Moses when he was saying to Moses, Okay, you go and you um, ask Pharaoh, because this was um, like one of the first people that conquered them. You go and you ask Pharaoh to let you um, go and worship me, to let you guys go so that you could go into the wilderness and worship me. Mm -hmm. And he told Moses, and I'm going to harden the Pharaoh's heart and he ain't going to let you, but you're going to go through all these things and then I'm going to show you that I got the power to get you out of there. And that's exactly what happened. Every time Moses continued to go and ask that Pharaoh, can we go, can we go, can we go? The Pharaoh was like, nope, 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 nope. And to the most high, tore him a new butthole. And then he didn't have no choice but to let them go. Now the most high said to the children of Israel, you're gonna go into another spiritual bondage like Egypt. You're gonna go into another Egypt. And that's where the children are right now in the spiritual Egypt. Now, what does, they call it Egypt, but it's spiritual Mizraim. I already told you Mizraim means bondage. So that's where the children of Israel are right now in the land of their bondage. That's what the Most High said. But there's going to be um, governments and powers, powerful governments, that's gonna come and they're gonna start bullying everybody. And that's what they're doing right now. But I am going to have the last laugh. The Most High said, I'm the one who's going to have the power to allow these things to happen. And then after a certain time, they ain't going to happen no more because I'm going to flip it. And then these people that think they have the power, they ain't going to have it no more. Just like he did Pharaoh, just like he did Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon. This is all in Daniel. So um, there's a time and place for everything. There's a, uh, a time for people to have power and then the power is going to be taken away. And that's what the Most High said in these last times, simply because every day is getting evil. People are conquering everybody and they're killing up everybody. And when they don't like what you say or do, they try to bully you or kill you. And the Most High says, it's going to be a time when it's not going to be that no more. So I want to read a couple of scriptures to you before I, um, I sign off. And one of the uh, one of them is, and this is the power that the Most High gives His children. Um, and it says Luke nine and one. And He called the twelve, Yeshua called the twelve together and gave them power and authority over all demons, and to cure diseases. So, you, do you understand the power that the Most High gives to whoever He wills? Okay, He gives that power to whoever he wills, okay? Um, Matthew 28, 18 through 20 says, and Yeshua came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing, which is immersing, it was originally immersing, uh, immersing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son and of the Ruach HaKodesh, 
teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. That's what the um, Most High said to the apostles. And the apostles did go out and they started telling everybody about the good news, which is the gospel. But naturally, you know, people, the devils uh, threw paganism in there. And that's what we got right now. This is why the Most High is... Um, he got his time for people to be um, shut down soon. Trust me. All right. So now I'm going to read um, one more thing about power, and then I'm going to sign off. Okay. Ephesians 3 and 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. So um, uh, Shaul, who is the author of Ephesians, is telling you that you have power in you. Faith works it. Now, the Most High said he gave power to everybody. But what are people doing it? They taking power and they abusing it. And they abusing people and killing people and doing all kinds of stuff because they want people to bend to their will or they want their land or they want something. But the Most High says it's going to come a time when it ain't going to be that anymore. And those people that was doing all of that is going to get exactly what's coming to them. Uh-huh. Because the Most High said, I am not mocked. For what you sow, you will reap. You're going to reap what you sow. Yes. So I have one more and then I'm going to sign off. I, don't, I feel like I was all over the place, but I hope that you got this message that um, the most high has the power. I mean, the power on earth is an illusion because the devil uses certain tactics to have you believe that he is the most powerful when he's not. And he uses people and he uses situations and he uses doctrines and he uses all kinds of stuff. I already told you the devil fools the whole world and I'm getting ready to give you how. So I'm giving you a piece of how he does it. He uses everything he could get his hands on because he doesn't like you. He doesn't like me. He doesn't like leaders of nations. He doesn't like any flat. Well, he uses flesh like dung, but he doesn't like any souls. He doesn't like any of them. This is why he uses the flesh like dung. Do you be really believe that the devil likes you? He doesn't like you. From the beginning, he didn't like you. He says it. He never makes uh, um, a reference of liking you or anything. Neither do the demons. The demons don't say that either. The demons say they trick you. They say it. In certain books, they say it. I already uploaded the testament of, um, of Solomon. And I already told you that in the, um, the um, excuse me, the um, apocalypse of Bartholomew that the devil, um, one of the devils kills um, Bartholomew. And he said, before we could break down a body, we got to get into your mind. We got to break that down. Then we break your body down. So what, what, what more do you need? What more do you need to know? Those people that are being ruled by the devil, you ain't going to be able to tell them nothing else because all they want is power. And the devil's giving them that. And guess what they have to sacrifice for the devil to give them the power? Their soul. They have to sacrifice their soul to get the power. Look at the people in Hollywood. Look at the people in the music industry. What are they sacrificing for the power that they have and the prestige over other people? You think they're not giving up their soul? You better think again. 
That's required of them. All these terrible, salacious things that they're doing, using the flesh. I already told you, the devil used the flesh. You must use your flesh for uh, the devil's will. You have to. So this is something that you have to do. Okay, so I'm going to read this last one and then I'm going to sign off. Um, Yachanan 14 and 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, this is the most high saying this, Yeshua. Um, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. Uh-huh. And greater works than these shall he do because I go to my father. Now, what did Yeshua say? Yeshua said, we got the power just like him. Even the most high said, I'm going to give you everything that you, um, you desire, whether it be good or bad. But when it's bad, uh, it's going to testify against you. Yeshua is just saying, you got the same thing. You, you, you're able to do the same thing I'm able to do. And the most, um, I keep saying the most high, but Yeshua is the most high in the flesh. Yeshua, when he was down on earth, he was walking through walls. He was missed. He was all of that. He was all of that. Yep. When the people wanted to kill him and they wanted to stone him and do all this stuff, they, he disappeared. <laughs> they didn't even find him. He was making other people disappear because they was um, being threatened and killed. Trust me. The Most High was sending his angels to do all kinds of stuff. But it's even happening in the wickedness because the devil is roaming around. I already told you there's a prophecy of what the devil has to do. Even Yahshua said, even when the devil was tempting Yahshua, um, he didn't, he didn't have to tempt Yeshua. That was a part of the prophecy. He didn't have to. He did not have to tempt them. Okay? If, um, just like the devil told Yeshua, if, you if you're supposed to be the son of the most high, summon the angels. And you wouldn't even have to stomp your toe. They'll just come and lift you up. And that is the truth. But the, um, um, Yeshua said, don't tempt the most high. Do not tempt him. Okay? Stop playing. And this is what I'm telling you. There is a prophecy that evil is going to rule. Wickedness is ruling, but it only has a certain time. That's their prestige and that's their, um, their little bit of dominion. The Most High said the dominion is going to be taken off of them soon. So they're going to have this little time, you know, they're going to have a season and a time to do this, but their time is ticking. And it's going to come to a point that it's going to be done. So you have your little happiness right here. You, you doing whatever you doing right here for a little bit of time, but there will come a time that all this is going to come to a halt and the most high is going to get his way no matter what. So prophecy is moving forward. Who has the power? You have the power, but with power comes responsibility. With power comes humility. Yeshua was the most powerful um, son of man while he was down here on the earth. Is 1% in an earthly body, son of man. Because if you notice, um, the scripture says son of man and son of Yah. If he's the son of Yah, he's the big son of Yah, like the angels, bigger than the angels. That's son of Yah. While he's the son of man on earth, 1% of his spirit is in a physical man. And he was the most perfect. He never sinned. He never did none of that. And he was the most powerful on walking on earth and under the earth. Because you know, he was under the earth three days. And she, uh, Sheol, which is hell, he was the most powerful. And what else was he? The most humble, the most meek, the most forgiving. That's what he was. 
what your power was supposed to be responsibility, not bullying and trying to make people do your will. And that's what the most high says. So who has the power? The most high has the power. Who does he give the power? He'll give a wickedness for his purposes, the power for a certain time, but he gives his children, the set apart children in the second flock, power. You have to learn how to, um, uh, well, activate your power and control it. So um, I hope that you understand the difference between the most highest power, which is the ultimate power and authority, and the devil's power, uh, his prestige, which is an illusion, and his dominion for a short time. Um, understand between the two and understand that the most high has a time limit on everybody. So while you do have this power as his children, activate that power, um, learn how to wield that power to combat the devil and the devils that are down here um, chipping at your uh, spirit and your soul through your flesh. And with that, I will say, I hope that this message edified you. And until next time. Hi, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.